It was 34 years ago that I experienced my first American Thanksgiving, and I remember it very well, vividly. I'd been at, uh, down in Charlottesville at UVA for just a couple of months. I'd met Michelle um, fairly early on. We'd taken some trips into the Blue Ridge. We'd gone up to Washington once. But that was the extent of my travels in the U.S. I'd never been to the U.S. before. I had this vague theoretical understanding that it was a very large country, and there were very many different types of geographies, everything like that. But I'd never experienced it. And on that trip, we drove to upstate New York, to near Syracuse, 300, 400 miles, maybe a tenth of the breadth of this country. And I remember as we went through Pennsylvania and you go up onto the Allegheny Plateau, this was this time of year, so not many leaves, I remember being struck again and again and again by all the trees, by the land that went on forever, by the fruitfulness of what I saw in front of me. It was breathtaking. And as we went over the hills and down through the valleys, across the ridges, it stretched on and on and on. And it was impossible for me, at least, not to be struck by the magnificence of this, by the gift that we have been given, by the beauty of God's creation. And eventually, eventually it took some time, through snow in upstate New York, we got to Michelle's house, and from there, we went to a white clapboard church, slightly up in the hills, where her family had worshipped for three generations. And there, for the first time, all in a rush, I met family, I met the matriarchal grandmother, Michelle's mother, brothers, relations. And together, we gave thanks. We gave thanks for family, for friends, we gave thanks for that beauty, that fruitfulness that I just experienced. And it felt right. Over the years, I've learned more. Even on that trip, I'd learned about Pennsylvania coal mines and the damage they do. I've learned about the left-behind, deindustrialized towns and the poverty that's been caused there. I've learned about opioid addiction there and elsewhere. I've learned about family breakdown. Obviously, I've learned about other things at various points in the trip, including here in DC. I've learned about the besetting sin of racism and the blightedness that that causes. And yet, I cannot suppress that thankfulness for what we have been given and for what everybody could have. Thankfulness, however, it turns out, is not completely straightforward. And what we see in our two readings today, or at least the first and the last, the reading from Deuteronomy and the reading from Luke's Gospel, are two very different types of thankfulness. One of which is closer to sin than thankfulness, and the other which is true thankfulness. One type of thankfulness is, thank you, God, for giving me all this stuff. Thank you for smiling on me, God, 
and rewarding me for being the person I am. Thank you for giving me comfort and ease. Thank you, God, for blessing me. That's one type of thankfulness. And there's another type of thankfulness which recognizes the gift. It recognizes that we do nothing which causes God to repay us a debt. That we do nothing, have nothing of our own deserving. That we are bathed in grace, as the scriptures say. That we are given these gifts. And what are we to do with those? Well, firstly, we are to give thanks to God. And we are to return those gifts to God. And the second is that at least one way of doing that is by sharing those gifts. Is by sharing that grace we have been given, the fruitfulness which surrounds us. This plenitude, this more than enoughness that is really everywhere. We are not in a position of scarcity. We do not need to build bigger barns to protect what we already have. There is enough and more besides to share with everybody. And it's that second type of thankfulness that I think I felt that evening and that I feel again today. To be clear, we know enough about this country. We know enough in the past two years to know that there are real problems. Yes, there is poverty, there is inequality. There is that guy up the street with his bigger barn and there's somebody with a shopping cart and a tarp not that far away. That yes, for many of us white people, it seems pretty comfortable. And yet for those who are black or brown or Native American, particularly on Thanksgiving, this can seem a cruel country sometimes. And yet that is not the way it has to be because we have enough. We can share. We can be thankful. And I want to pick out two things from the Deuteronomy reading, which has been one of my favorites for a long time. The first is, <clears throat> it says, our ancestor was a wandering Aramean. Our ancestor was a wandering Aramean. He came from somewhere else. He went to somewhere that was not his country. That, particularly in America, is the story of us all. Whether we've been here 34 years, 100, 200, 400, even 10,000, all of our ancestors were wandering Arameans. We all came here. We have no special claim to this. We have no special claim through goodness or right or our own hard work or any of that stuff. We have been given gift. And we need to share that. And the second thing I want to point out is that at the end of the passage, so bring the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given us. You shall set it down before the Lord your God, bow down before the Lord your God, then you together with the Levites and the aliens who reside among you. And the aliens who reside among you. Thankfulness comes in sharing. 
sharing that gift, sharing this huge bounty which has been bestowed upon us. We have so many opportunities. If we think of this as limitless rather than scarce, where we can share. And today, when we give thanks, let us think about that. I want to come back to where I started because there's one other element of thankfulness that I want to touch upon. This past summer, in June, for the first time in over 20 years, we went back to that white clapboard church in upstate New York. This time it wasn't winter, the fields were verdant, the leaves were, the trees were in leaf. There was corn growing in the fields, there was cattle at pasture. All of God's creation was laid out in front of us, and we went to that white clapboard church to give thanks, but this time for a life past, for the life of Michelle's mother. The child who'd grown up on the nearby farm, whose father had milked the cows, grown the corn. And once again, it reminded me that an element of thankfulness is thankfulness that we have for a period of time. Being allowed to be here, to be with others, to experience this gift, this fruitfulness. But that we are transitory stewards of that. That we are given it and it passes away. And that we have obligations both to those around us, but to those who follow us. Because that is the gift of creation. The gift of renewal, the gift of plenty, the gift of God's grace. And so let us give thanks. Let us truly give thanks for everything that we've been given, for the richness and the promise of this land, and let us pray to God that in giving thanks we can share that, can recognize that gift fully. Amen.